Welcome to Safe Dividend Investing. My name is Ian Duncan McDonald. I'm author of Income and Wealth from Self-Directed Investing, which is available as both an ebook and as a print book from Amazon.com. Tonight, I will be reading Podcast 25 from the first half, Chapter 7, Scoring Your Stocks. In the previous chapter, we identified 52 stocks that met our definition of a good stock. We now want to identify which 20 of the 52 would be best for a portfolio. To keep things simple, I will analyze in depth just one stock of the 52. As you become more familiar with scoring stocks, there may be other data that you will come across that helps you choose the best stocks. However, I have found that the following factors were enough for me to create a good portfolio. Doing your own stock picking eliminates having to pay investment advisors thousands of dollars. Since you are making income away from investment advisors, they will scoff and say that it could not be this easy to pick stocks. However, as I'm about to show you, it is and my steady income and the growth in my portfolio are the proof. When I was working as a vice president for a large international corporation, I was making a salary a little less than my current investment income. However, I was losing 50% of this employment income to income tax. With my current dividend-based income, I'm now losing about 20% to income tax. Since I now have far fewer expenses, I'm financially far better off. My portfolio, my income grow year after year with a minimum of effort on my part. When speaking to novice investors, investment advisors often use unfathomable jargon about incomprehensible investment vehicles. Does the investment industry deliberately make investing money as difficult for investors to understand as they can? Is this their attempt to intimidate clients from even considering that they could trespass into their world? In the aggressive pursuit of commissions, too many of them seem to forget that it is your money that is at risk, not theirs. Ignore their warnings of financial disaster. Peek behind the curtain and find investments that you understand. Paying $10,000 to an investment advisor to invest a million dollars in something you do not understand makes little sense. Nor does it make sense to keep on paying the investment advisor year after year as you watch your portfolio shrink. Please note that I am neither recommending nor rejecting the stocks being used to illustrate what to look for in a stock. Stock information is never static. It can change in a minute. The following information is historical and not to be used for current decisions. You will often come across stocks with a UN after the first letters of their symbol. The UN is short for unit. In some stocks, 
you do not buy shares, you buy units. Real estate investment trusts are where you will see the UN appearing. REITs, as they are called, are pools of capital invested in apartment buildings, office buildings, malls, warehouses, and so on. In their monthly dividends, you share in the REIT's rental income and its capital gains. REITs usually pay higher than average dividends and have a high operating margins. To avoid corporate level taxes, they must distribute all of their earnings to their unit holders. Less frequently, you will come across some UN stocks that are not REITs, but are hybrid between a stock combination of dividend income and interest. This can provide some tax advantage to investors. The stock price, dividend yield, and the average volume of shares traded daily do not give enough information to make a stock buying decision. To access hundreds of facts on each stock, you click on the select button on the extreme right light of the line for each stock. A pane with six options appears. The options are buy, sell, overview, news, charts, and options. Select overview. This will bring you to a page containing facts about IPL and its stock performance. From this overview page, we are interested in gathering eight facts we will record the gathered information on an input data form for a free computer program available to those who have purchased my investment book. On April 1st, 2019, there were 654 stocks on the Toronto Stock Exchange paying a dividend of 3.5% or more. Those 654 listings were extracted and scored. Their dividend percent, stock price, company name, and stock symbol were recorded. In Chapter 12, you will find the matrix, which is the origin of the stock scoring program. If you wish, you can manually work out a stock score by referring to this matrix. It takes a few minutes to calculate the score manually, while the computer program does it in a second. The higher the score, the more reliable the company's dividend, and the greater the chance the stock share price will increase. The highest score I've ever seen was 78 for one of the major Canadian banks. The lowest score was 8 for a company that appeared to be no longer active. Using Inner Pipeline Limit as an example, the following is a line-by-line -line review of where to find the information on the overview page that would go into the scoring form. 1. Enter stock name or ticker. The stock is Interpipeline Limited with the stock symbol of IPL. You could enter IPL into number 1 on the stock scoring chart. You find the symbol IPL just below Interpipeline Limited in the top left corner. It reads TSX IPL followed by Canadian flag. Number two, current price of the stock. The last price 
of the stock on March 29, 2019 was $22.11, defying the price two lines below TSX.IPL. Number three, price four years ago. To get this price, you go to the horizontal list of option panes below the lot's price. Click on charts. This brings up a chart with a graph showing the stock's price history for several years. When you put your cursor on the chart, a vertical line appears. As you move the cursor, you will see that the vertical line moves with the cursor and the following appears. Date, open, high, low, and close. It is just above the green chart. The numbers below change as you move your cursor. The extreme right figure is a historical day's closing price. You stop moving your cursor horizontally as soon as you reach today's date four years ago. Often, you cannot get the exact day. Choose a date as close as you can. The number you want is the closing price of the stock under close on April 1st, 2015. The price was $31.60. Why is it important to know what the price was four years ago? First, it confirms that the company has survived for at least four years. It is not a new, risky, unestablished business. The historical chart gives you a feel for the company. Is the current price the lowest price it has been in four years? It was as high as $36 four years ago. Taking the current price and this historical price data into consideration, you get both a historical confirmation that this profitable company is a survivor and that the price could move up. Pipelines are utilities. Their infrastructure is in place. There is little competition. They charge their customers a toll for use of the pipeline. These are all factors that make IPL profitable. They pay dividends out of their profits. Number four, price comparison. Automatically, the computer program makes a comparison between the current price and the four-year-old historical price. It calculates and records a score for this line. Number five, book value. You find the book value figure for IPL on the overview screen. The book value on this date was $9.82. I always prefer a book value higher than the current share price. However, I suspect if you check several pipeline stocks, you will find that a lower book value is typical for pipeline and oil well service industries. A book value higher than the share price shows that you are getting a real bargain. A stock with a liquidation value of $10 for only $5. Such bargains do not go unnoticed and eventually speculators will recognize that such a stock should have a higher share price. Buying such a bargain increases the chances that you will eventually realize a significant capital gain. I've seen stocks selling for $200 that have book values of $35. Will investors suddenly wake up and sell when they recognize 
that the stock is overpriced. Speculators may also continue to support the $200 price because of anticipated future beneficial changes in the company. Perhaps they would be right, but if you are not a speculator, why would you risk having your money in an overvalued stock? Book value is an accounting calculation. It divides the tangible aspects, that is, equipment and real estate, etc., held by the company by the number of shares are outstanding. It gives you an idea as to what cash they would realize if they liquidated the company. However, something is only worth what someone will pay for it, and who knows what would happen in a liquidation. Having analyzed hundreds of commercial bankruptcies, I can only remember one where there was anything left over after the secured creditors, unsecured creditors, and the trustee had taken their due. Book value is number six. It's a book value price comparison. The computer program automatically works out the score for this comparison item by comparing the current share price with the book value. Number seven, number of analysts rating a buy. You will find the analyst ratings prominently displayed. Analysts rated IPL as a buy. This is more buys than most stocks receive. Analysts are playing to speculators who look for capital gains. I suspect that they looked at the previous share prices for IPL and the lower current share price. They are expecting the share price to increase. The fact that the stock pays a good dividend, which is a big consideration of value in investors, is of less consideration to analysts. Since we are value investors looking for stocks paying good dividends with good capital gain, analyst recommendations are a buying signal for us. I've rarely seen an analyst recommend a sell until the company seemed to be almost bankrupt. Be careful how much faith you put in an analyst's recommendations. Their recommendations have little influence on the share's final score. Share prices do not necessarily fluctuate on obvious logic. No one can accurately predict where share prices will be. They seem to fluctuate more on emotion than facts. Rumors, totally in contrast to accounting realities, can trigger massive buy and sell movements. The reporting of great increases in profits or losses may not cause share prices to increase or decrease. Number eight, number of analysts rating a strong buy. Two analysts rated IPL a strong buy. Strong buys are rarer than buys. Analysts would lose credibility within their peer group if they were consistently wrong in making such strong predictions. Since no one can accurately predict the future Analysts are cautious. The strong buy at IPL seemed to show a good chance of a capital gain. Yield, number nine. The dividend yield of 7.73% is higher than most stocks on the Toronto Stock Exchange. There were only 106 stocks paying a higher dividend than 7.73%. 
The dividend yield figures are obviously critical when your intention is to live off your dividend income. You want to buy a safe stock with the highest dividend possible, but not too high. Look with skepticism at a company paying over 8% of its share price as a dividend. Why would a dividend be unusually high? A high dividend stops shareholders from selling and causing the share price to drop. If a company must pay such a high dividend, it may be an indicator that there are problems with the company. You may find that the company is borrowing money to pay the dividend. They are digging a hole for themselves as the additional debt load may seriously affect their operating margin. Successful, popular companies do not see a need to pay extraordinarily high dividends. Most companies traded on stock exchange do not pay dividends. What you want to look for are companies paying a dividend between 4% and 9% of their share value. Number 10, operating margin. The operating margin of 37.65% is stronger than most companies. The higher the number, the better. I own some stocks whose operating margins are over 90%. If your investment objective is never to lose money in a share, then this is one of your most critical figures to consider. The operating margin remain after they subtract the company's expenses from the company's income. Then, out of the operating margin, dividends, taxes, and future development costs are subtracted. This 37.65% helps to confirm that IPL's dividend should be safe and the share price has a good chance of moving up. It is a figure that is often ignored by some speculators. They seem to concentrate on the portfolio of a non-profitable company with a low share price that may rise at the first signs of profitability. 11. Daily volume traded. It is the number of IPL shares traded daily. On this day, 1,186,977 shares were traded. This shows it is a vibrant company. You would have no problem buying or selling these shares. A company like IPL, whose shares are at a historic low price, has a good possibility of increasing. With high volumes of shares being traded, you are likely to see only small fluctuations in the daily price. When only a few thousand shares of a speculative company are available, you often see great fluctuations in the share price throughout the day. Number 12, price to earnings. The IPL price to earnings figures of 14.5 is very close to a traditional average of 15 for shares. I look at the price to earnings as a number that calculates how many years of profits it would take a company to repay the money I have invested in buying a share in that company. It would take 14 and a half years before the profits would repay me for my investment in IPL. While a PE of 15 is average, you'll sometimes see companies whose share prices have a price to earnings as low as five.
A low price to earnings is an indicator that you are buying the stock at a bargain price. It is likely to increase. You would get a double value, a good dividend, and a nice capital gain from a share price increase. The lower the PE number, the better. You can often find shares with the price to earnings between 6 and 10. You can also see the price to earnings over 200 or even higher. These overpriced shares would be expected to drop. Price to earnings is the stock price divided by the earnings per share. The earnings per share is a calculation by subtracting a company's preferred dividends from its net income and then dividing the result by the number of shares outstanding. Number 13, overall rating. After you've entered all 12 figures, you click on the overall rating box and the computer adds up the scores for the 12 lines and gives you the total composite score for the stock. Thanks for listening. If you wish more information on investing and stock scoring, please visit my website, www.saferbetterdividendinvesting.com.